for English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode four of the Press 2 podcast. How are you doing, Bruce? Hey, girl. Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing. And everybody, I just want to say that we are here and we are ready to give you another great show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love you all. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to use that one so bad. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually we didn't buy it. We're still paying on it. No, so I paid for that co- one. Oh, you did? It came oh, we- with the thing. I bought it. That's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we got credit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that is ours. <laughs> How are you doing? I am great. Um, I just wanted to let you know ahead of time that we were supposed to talk about Hamilton today and Things didn't work out because I was tired and I didn't feel like watching it. So <laughs> I have no idea how it is because I didn't watch it. So Hamilton well, is off the list yeah. for now. Okay. But I did watch the Potomac Housewives and I saw that you finally, Bruce popped his housewife's cherry. I did. And it was messy. So (laughs) just like the show, everything. Oh my God. I thought you were talking about this show. (laughs) So did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, Is it something that I would watch often? Probably not. But you're going to watch it often for this show. Yes. Well, what I was going to say is that um, I would probably watch every once in a while to get a good laugh and get some good quotes uh, <laughs> because some of those things are super innovative. Let me tell you. Well, uh, I was trying to explain this to you last week that the Housewives franchise has some of the best one liners and you were they like, are, mm. they're like shitty one liners. And but the, the bad thing about those one-liners is it has to be a specific situation. Yeah. You have like, to, you have to save yeah. them in your arsenal. Yeah. And just be and, ready. But you know, there's some other one-liners that you can use like at church, at, you know, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would have no problems saving those up and using them when the time is right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yes, but it was a good episode. Uh, yeah. It was fun. You know. And actually episode two, if you have direct TV on demand, they actually let you listen or watch 40 minutes of the second episode. Oh, hey. so that was the clip I sent you. So by the time this airs or by the time this is released, so it would be episode three, right? episode two will have already aired. So episode two comes on tomorrow which today we're recording on Saturday, August 8th. And so episode two comes on tomorrow, but I watched an episode early. So by the time this airs, episode two already be out and we will all know about Ashley tearing her ass hole during (laughs) giving birth. Karen said that Botox works wonders because apparently she's going to use Botox to fix it. Mm -hmm. And that's the clip I sent you. Oh yes. So I was I was kind of waiting for the episode you were and then now for I, that and you didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, I was waiting and it didn't happen. So I was just like, okay, it must be another episode. But yeah, it comes so on Sunday. It. It'll be on tomorrow that episode I sent you. 
had, um, I think it was a pretty good show. I don't know. There wasn't really much going on in the first episode, though. They kind of just kind of re rehashed on last season. So <laughs> yeah, I like how they were like. Uh, I think they said was was it, they go back like the seven days earlier, or they go back like. Oh some... yeah, they went back to the beginning because they had a yeah. big fight at the end, and I think Monique dragged somebody through the ground because I <laughs> all I heard was Monique at the end of the clip. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I might have stopped it a little bit too early, but um, you could hear Monique. Someone called Monique's name, so I'm thinking she fought somebody, and <laughs> that's like the cliffhanger. And then they rewind seven months or something, or something weird. Yeah, yeah it was seven months. It wasn't seven yeah. days. Seven months. Um, but yeah, so we can talk about it next time again. <laughs> yeah, it'll get better. Yeah. What I wanted to talk about uh, was something that I received in the mail on Thursday. Uh, Rihanna's new album, aka Fenty Skin. It only has three tracks. I cracked up when I saw that on Instagram (laughs) because at first I was like, how the fuck did Rihanna release an album and I didn't know about it? And then I looked and it was the, I was like, Bruce. Fenty Skin. Yes. So I ordered it because I'm a whore for skincare. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, I was, she did so good with Fenty Beauty that I was like, all right, this has have to be, you know, legit. I've been using it for two days and I see instant results. I'm shining bright like a diamond. Like, oh my God, I am feeling like the only girl in the world. And if you want 20% or 2% off your purchase, giving 2% off. 2% off and somewhat free shipping and handling. Uh, you can use our code um, PRESS2 to get 2% off your Fenty skin. I don't do it. Don't. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, it sold out. The only reason why I actually bought it, I bought it on the pre-sale. Um, I was working late and I got an email and uh, I was like, oh, cool. So Yes, it's good stuff. Um, I was looking at some of the reviews and so far it's gotten really good reviews. I mean, her stuff is pretty, uh, it's good quality. It's unlike some other unnamed people that have no talent and release skincare lines. <laughs> oh, I see anyway. some shade there. Yeah, they made a cameo about? recently in Cardi B's and oh Meg's he song. He is anti-Jenner. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, go, you know, if you are able to order um, Rihanna's new Fenty skin line, go ahead and do so. Uh, I recommend it. And yeah. Speaking of skincare lines, Chanel... Have you seen this? Uh, Chanel Jib like, Boy. Who is that? Chanel's new boy skincare line for men. Oh, I thought it was a DJ or a new no. rapper or something. Like Chanel Boy. <laughs> they have lip balm. They have eyebrow pencils for men. They have huh. foundation. And I think those are the only things you can get right now. And the moisturizer and skin cleanser is coming out later. They just said 
they don't know. You had to get on a wait list, not a wait list, but like a notification list. So I signed my email yeah. up so I could find out. So like an Ember alert type of thing. Yeah. They'll email you when <laughs> it's out, but right now it's not, but they have the eyebrow <laughs> pencil and they have the foundation. I don't have any plans on using any like of that. But enough to use like an Ember alert sound to announce people be like, nobody's missing. You're just missing out on this. Sale. They have a sound like for boy that? Makeup. <laughs> what? They have a sound for that? Yes, I mean I have it turned off. Oh, you're talking off, about that thing, that loud alert from your phone. Yes, oh, yes. I, I thought they had like a special, like, <laughs> like a like a sound, <laughs> like and, an alarm goes off. <laughs> and um, you did mention um, what's her name? The girl Brianna. you don't like. You mentioned her, and you mentioned the video, and I kind of wanted to know what were your thoughts on the Megan Stallion and Cardi B wet ass pussy video they call it WAP but I think it's wet ass pussy I'm assuming that's what it means because that's all they talked about during the song yeah so I watched it and um uh I feel like Cardi could have done that by herself oh don't um, no 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 listen 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 why are you shaking because Megan? I feel like the part that was given to Megan the Stallion it wasn't like as good as it could have been. Does that make sense? Like, I know Megan could do so much better, but I feel like Cardi outshined her. It wasn't like a 50-50 type of thing. I disagree, but... I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, in a negative way. I'm saying it, like, if anything, I feel like she should have had a better part. I think so. they both... I, I liked it. I think they both did good. The video, though, I... Because I heard the song before the video, so I listened to the song. Yeah. So I was already into the song before I heard the video. And I love that house music reference in the background, that sample they use. There's some hoes in this house. Just for anybody who does not listen to house music, that is a classic house song um, that's really popular. Well, it was really popular back in like the house music days. And that is what hooked me to the song to begin with. But the video, I don't know, Bruce sent me a text saying that he didn't like the fact that they put Kylie Jenner in it and that it felt out of place. But even though I don't have any opinion on Kylie, I did understand what he was talking about because she kind of just comes in and she's walking. She's looking good, but she opens the door and then Cardi B is singing again and Kylie just disappears and I'm like, what was her? I mean, she was walking through that door like she was about to bust up. It was rap. just kind of like there. I feel like they were just in the set that day. And they're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing an ad for something. And then Cardi and Megan were like, oh, we're shooting a video. Do you want to like be in it? And she was like, all right, whatever. <sighs> well, what else did you want to talk about? Because I know you watched some TV show today. Yeah, um, I watched um, actually Dating on the Spectrum, which is like a show based, like a dating show, dating show based uh, out of Aust Australia. And it's basically like The Bachelor, but with 11 different people. And they all either have, I'm going to butcher this and I'm so sorry, um, Asperger's? Asperger's? I think so. Like, like the autistic, yeah, like they're either autistic or think, on the, yeah, you said on the spectrum right. is what they call it. And Asperger. <laughs> That's what I, you're, you're saying it right. It just sounds. It just sounds like Asperger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Oh my God. <laughs> 
this is horrible um <laughs> you're horrible you're no i mean i'm not making it's just like because i said it the other uh i've known some people that have it and mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah so and so has asperger's and they were like what and i was like no so like i have to explain it and it's just worse um but anyway, so the show is interesting. There is a character on the show. His name is Michael, and he should have his, his own spin-off show because he's hilarious. Um, it's just interesting. It really gives you like um kind of like a background information, like people living with it. With, so then uh, both people have it when they're hooking yes. them up, or is it just yeah, one person so that doesn't? Both people have them, and each of them have like a different type of level of it because it goes yeah. like, and it's really interesting to see people and like all they want to find is just love. And then they do feature two couples, um, and you know they're living normal, but you can see like certain things that just um, like make them tick. Like one of the guys was like wearing a blue suit and he was wearing black socks with it and they were going to go on a date and um, they flew to like, a, I think it was the West Coast or something. It's in Australia. Um, and um, he's like, no, we need to go buy blue socks. And then he was like fidgeting with like a Rubik's cube, putting it together and taking it apart and then putting it together again. He's like, we need to go buy black socks and or blue socks socks sorry and so it's just things like that that kind of triggered him and then there was this other guy they were out bowling and then all of a sudden he was like talking to a girl and he stops and he goes and talks to some other people he's like i i can't like think of what i'm trying to say because i am too nervous to say it and i just forget and he starts like hitting his head so it's like interesting and it's my god yeah is this on netflix it's on netflix but it teaches you kind of like what they struggle with and some other some other stuff but yeah it was pretty interesting i watched it i was like it's only i think like five episodes five or six episodes it's not very long i finished it in one night (laughs) okay Um, but i have to see if i want to watch that well i saw you mentioned that you uh indian matchmaker Oh yeah, I saw the first episode. I haven't watched it since, but it is a good show. Okay, I, w- I was meaning to watch that after I watched. Uh, I think it's Dear pretty good. I think you should watch it. I mean, it's I um, it's essentially this matchmaker. She's like really big. I think you know how we have that show, The Millionaire Matchmaker here. No. Oh my god! Hey, just watch more TV. Anyway, the millionaire <laughs> matchmaker here is kind of they're like it's like the Indian version of her. They're like the Indian version of that, and but instead, it's not real all millionaires though. It's just you know, Indian weddings are like a really big deal in India. Yeah, and so they like it's a really big deal, and you see it even more when you watch the show how serious like the whole family is and involved in like getting these marriages but the funny part is that they have about i just so so far on episode one they have about like maybe three or four people that they're kind of following around now and one Mm -hmm. of the girls is from houston and so since she was from houston and it was the first girl they showed (laughs) because you know they show like scenes from the city so i'm like watching and i'm like wait a minute that's Houston. And then I see the downtown. I was like, oh my God, there it used to. And then there's this girl, and she has the driest sense of humor. Uh, 
and she is so dry. Like, but it's so <laughs> funny. Like, I love it. She's so sarcastic, but I think she's going to have a hard time. She gave this laundry list of like, he can't be over, he can't be under six, eight or something, like five, eight or something. Like, it's like, she has this long list. And even the matchmaker was like, she's, she's too picky, but you know, she's going to work for her to like make sure right. that she can get a man. But like this girl is like funny, but I don't know. It's a good show. I just can't talk too much about it because I've only seen one episode. So I plan on like continuing, but the first episode was pretty entertaining. Sounds interesting. And you also get to learn more about Indian culture, you know? Well, I don't think this show is really teaching about Indian culture. I mean, if I mean, (laughs) I'm trying to look at the silver lining. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's teaching you about um, culture in the, respect of like marriage and how they uh like the arranged marriages and how you know that but other than that i don't i mean it's more entertainment value from my opinion just based you know like watching the first episode but uh, you hear those sirens do you hear them in the background i didn't hear any sirens uh well if you guys hear them or whatever i, I live told close you. to a fire station and i told you they didn't have bring it up huh <laughs> i told you don't even acknowledge it Oh, well, because I figured no one's going to hear it. Oh, but now everybody knows you live near a fire station. So that's good. (laughs) 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 All right. So those are our topics that we wanted to talk about this week. But now let's get to the main topic of the week. (laughs) Okay, bye. That was the end of the show. Music out. Okay. (laughs) Topic of the week is, since we did TV shows last week, I thought that it would be fun to do music because I like music more than TV anyway. And I think we wanted to do like a top 10, but... I told Bruce that we we were probably not going to do a top 10. We're probably just going to do a top whatever. We're going to be here for two hours. Um, yeah, we got get ready for no, we're not going to do no. two hours, but <laughs> I, this, I'm just going to run through some. But Bruce, we were thinking like songs that mean something to us or had an impact on culture, pop culture. And I think the first song... I just want to go through here and say, and you can laugh all you want, but I'm going to take you back to 1998. A little girl from Louisiana by the name of Brittany Jean Spears. Oh my God. 17, teenage dream. Got on the cover of Rolling Stone at 17. No, she was the real teenage dream. She got on the cover of seven. She goes on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine Baby One More Time, Britney Spears. This song was iconic. It just was. I mean, the outfits, the music video, the schoolgirl routine. And not to mention, I'm just a Britney fan. But this song deserved to be number one. But it's not because we don't have a number one. But this was the first song that came to mind. I remember I was in seventh grade. And I just wanted to be like this girl. Like, I wanted to be her friend. All the other little boys, they wanted to like, oh, she's so hot. No. I was like, yeah, she's pretty. And this girl needs to be my best friend. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of how we all felt about her? I mean, I don't know. I know Some the people hated that, her. Uh, I didn't hate her. She changed, like, 
she kind of brought a whole like innocent flirty type of thing to I don't know. She was just it. I mean, she's she was still the it. it girl. And she, yeah. I mean, like she was the it girl of the late 90s, early 2000s. She reigned queen for a lot of years. I mean, anyway, that's my song. <laughs> and I'm, I, I, I have no regrets on mentioning it. It's Baby One More Time. Such an so would that be kind of like your top song? I don't know if it's my top song because as I was trying to come up with a list for these, I realized that it's just too many to, I mean, I'm going to leave a lot of them out mm-hmm. that I don't even have on my list because I just couldn't, I mean, it's just too many. You can't do, there's just been a lot of songs. Right. Um, I think like for me, one of the songs that kind of well what so i guess kind of like my i'm gonna start like kind of like with the top song kind of for me uh and so with me it would be kind of like michael jackson's uh man in the mirror and i think as a funny story about me and stan knows this I did oh, not know Michael Jackson was black until I was, uh, it was what, 2006? Yeah, until you were at, at an age where you should have known already. <laughs> I did not know. Like, this is how sheltered I was. Like, I just remember I told up him. And, was I the one that told you or you just figured it out? Because that was around the same time. You knew, no, you knew before 2006. No, I didn't know because yes, did, we were hanging. It was whenever we were hanging that out. Was in 20, and we were talking that was about in music. Because remember you had, huh? It was in two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yes. Yes. Because remember you had that music channel IMF. Yes, the international music feed. Oh God, yeah. rest it. Um, and we were talking about Michael Jackson, and you were like, you said something about him being black, and I was like, what? And <laughs> I had to tell Bruce that Michael Jackson was <laughs> black. Oh my God! Like it was the weirdest conversation. I know, but that's, I like, I did not have any music reference other than like Christian, like I grew up, you know, Christian and pretty religious to where like my world only revolved around Christian music. And like, I knew who the artists were like Madonna, like Michael Jackson. And I think like besides the Mexican artists, like other U.S. or international artists, I was not very like knowledgeable about and so I remember I start I watched Free Willy and then I was like, oh, I like that song. And then I researched it and then I really like Man in the Mirror. And now, like, as I got older, it's like, you know, it applies. You kind of have to look at yourself first. And um, but yes, yeah, so with Michael Jackson, it was just I always had this image because I was always told, like, by my parents, my mom, especially, she was like, oh, he's just a child molester and blah, 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 like all those negative things. So I always just saw him as a negative person, but then I couldn't, um, I couldn't connect how he was making such great music. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just kind of crazy. So I always had a negative view of him until I got older and I learned to appreciate him like for who he is, like as far as what he released through his music. Um, but yeah, so that's like my Michael Jackson story. <laughs> okay, was there another Michael? Because you told me about another Michael song that we have on this list. Uh, I think we do. It's Will uh, You Be There, which I cannot think of how that song sounds. 
That's the one from Free Willy. Oh, I didn't really <laughs> like that movie. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just what it is. It's just like a childhood memory. And I just okay. remember liking that song. And yeah, then I did not. It, I could not stand that movie. I'm sorry. I was really? already the only child in the 90s that hated Free Willy. <laughs> I think because we watched it like 30 times in school, like on movie day. And yeah. it was like a thing. And I hated that movie. I was like, by the. <sighs> I digress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on, an, on that note, like the next song that we have that we both like. Uh, I saw it's a Madonna's Vogue. Oh my God. I was two when that song came out. And guess what? I came out of the womb voguing. <laughs> <laughs> you were two? Yeah, I was two. When did that song come out? 1990. You were two. Oh my God. I was. Yes. You were four. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yes, that and you know that's a song that I didn't really learn to appreciate once again until I got older, and I started realizing like where it came from and how she was influenced. Like now I have my reservations about that, but the song typically it portrays like the um, the houses that were back in yeah, like the eighties, the voguing community. Um, yeah, and you know that's where that came from, and she mainstreamed it. And that's a whole other conversation, but the video was amazing. The video is amazing. It was especially as an adult. Yeah. You know, and you watch it and you're like, just mesmerized by it. Um, Cause I watched that, it as a kid and I thought it was cool cause it was in black and white and mm-hmm. the people dancing look like models. So I always thought that it was cool, but it wasn't until I got older and watched it. Where I really understood, you know, I didn't have no understanding of what the video concept was. I just liked it as a kid. But when I saw it later, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yes. Once you got older, you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever watched uh, Paris is Burning? Her, no. That's a great documentary if you want to like know the history of voguing and like the voguing houses and um all of that in new york and how it kind of started um it's an lgbt documentary and it touches like on you know the 1980s 90s hiv aids crisis and what was going on but it's it's a great piece piece of work and information and any of you listeners are interested in learning more about that it's called paris is burning and there's also a nice song called paris is burning Oh, yeah? I forgot the artist. It's a house song, and it is so good. Did you know that house music started in Chicago? Yes. In the Black community? Yes. Yes. Chicago and is so, the, the birthplace of house. Yes. Yes. So I've been to a club here where is where it kind of started um, back in the day. All and of my favorite house DJs are from Chicago. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I was excited to learn about that because I like house music. I mm-hmm. love it. And those of you who don't know, house music was derived from disco. Disco, disco yeah. was like the birth of house. And mm-hmm. house music kind of replaced it. House music did better overseas than it did in the U.S. And when it did but do it well in the U.S. it was disco. It was more like European and Italian disco. Wait, Italy's in Europe. So is it- <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways... <laughs> 
it's more popular overseas than it is here um and a lot of people like the lump house music and the techno that's a whole nother story because i get upset because there's a difference between house music and there's a difference between house and techno Techno. so techno is its own genre there's house i can get into it but i'm not that's another soapbox for another day but (laughs) you can get into it if you have the key right i guess (laughs) that was a cheap joke <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? Um, I will go next. Um, oh, I didn't even finish my thought. <laughs> Damn it, Bruce! Sorry. Well, anyways, Sorry I was just gonna that. say that house music is amazing, and it it is good in Europe, but it doesn't do that well over here. But if you want to go hear really good house music in the United States, you need to go to the Midwest. Chicago, Detroit is another city you can't forget because they had mm-hmm. a really big impact in their own style of house. So those two cities are like house kingdoms, I would say, like for house music. And on to our next story or our next song, it would be the Spice Girls Wanna Be. If you want to be my lover. I love that song. I, it wasn't on my list, but I loved that song when I was younger. Fourth grade. I was fourth grade. <laughs> I got the album Spice World. My parents What did your it. parents think? I don't know what they thought. I really didn't care. They were probably like, oh, God, he's gay. <laughs> All I know is that I had just moved to Tulsa and I was in fourth grade. And I remember... This girl in one of my classes was she was the reason that I started listening because she was obsessed with them. And somehow we, we ended, I ended up hearing wannabe at school in the fourth. Yeah. Grade. I don't know what happened. Who had a Walkman? I don't know. Somebody <laughs> had a Walkman. We were listening to it. That ages me. You can tell a Walkman. The year was like 96, 97. Uh-huh. And. I fell in love with those women and I was a fan like instant and they were like my girls. And that's the reason (laughs) that I put it on the list just because it brings back whenever I hear that song, I think about fourth grade. I think about moving to a new city, moving to a new state, culture shock for me, moving to Oklahoma and then move in and then in the fourth grade. And then this song was like, I had finally found like a new I don't want to say identity because I was so young, but I finally felt a, con- a, connection a connection to the new location and the new school and the new friends that I was making. And so every time I hear that song, it throws me back into the 90s and it throws me back into elementary school. And sorry, I had to catch my breath. <laughs> well, speaking, <laughs> that was my of song. Throwing, yeah. speaking of throwing back on kind of like something like that that you would hear and you're like oh you know i'm back being young one of the songs that did that for me was uh rhythm of the night by corona uh you know that song you know what song i'm talking about right yeah yeah um so that the reason why was because uh my mom she would work uh, near downtown mexico city and whenever we would go um just like my dad and my sister and myself, we would uh, go and pick her up after work. We would walk through like the gay district in Mexico City. 
And uh, that song, oh um, it would just be blasting. And I was like, <laughs> of course oh my God, I, I love this song. <laughs> when I get older, I'm going to dance to this oh song. Oh my like, God. I just remember, like dancing. <laughs> um, thinking about that, it came out in 1993. So um, I was like five or six. Um, and, but I just remember that song. And then as I got older, I was like, oh my God, this is such a fun song. Um, so every time I listen to that song, I think of, you know, just being a young little kid and realizing that I like that type of music. And you know who, you know, they just made, they just sampled this song on a very yes, popular, uh, the Black Eyed Peas did. Yeah, that one. So With, uh, J Balvin, I think. Remember that for anybody who didn't know. That song is from 1993. It's not from 2020. Exactly. It's actually <laughs> not a bad remake. I like it. Um, it. It was pretty good. Unlike some of the remakes that um, Pitbull does. I'm just like, no, why? Just leave it alone. No, please. no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was shade. You know it was. <laughs> I mean, they make money and people like him. Pitbull, but it's I love like... him. But sometimes he's like, over the years, I don't know. I just... I don't want to say anything because I do like Pitbull. So I don't better. want people to think I don't like him. So I'm not going to be a hater. But I just think that he was better yeah. in the early to mid 2000s when he was. I liked him better yeah, when he too. was rapping. I liked him better as a rapper. 2000. Remember, money yeah, is still Miami. a major issue, was, and money is a major yeah. issue. The Miami album. Those were my favorite. That's what made me a Pitbull fan back in like when I was in high school, 2005, 2004. That's when I. Batman and that. Uh, he had Remy Ma. He had. Uh, he had, yeah, and he was good when he was rapping, but then he tried to follow the trends, of course. Yeah, but at least he made it farther. Some than, of the songs um, were good. Who was the one who would just like literally yell, like, yeah, uh, Lil John? At least he made it because there was oh, a time well, you know, where John every single person had again. Lil John feature <laughs> on his <Yeah>. track. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I saw him, he came to EDC yeah. in 2010, which was EDC, for those of you who don't know, it's Electric Daisy Carnival, big, the biggest rave, the biggest electronic dance party in North America still is today. And it was their last year in LA and I was there in 2010 and he came out on stage and all he literally did was if you, if you fell in love, <laughs> get the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he did the whole time. And you can imagine how many thousands and thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars they probably paid him just to get well, on stage you know who's and do the that. other one that does the exact but, same thing. And he opened for, um, they're just crowd like pumpers. Like they'll just pump the crowd for the open. Yeah, about DJ that's what Khaled? it is. Um, who did this for Beyonce? It was uh, DJ huh? Khaled. Yeah, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled like, right? And I was just looking at him and I yeah. he just looked like a Teletubby just flailing his arms. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just like, what is this man doing? <laughs> Oh but then he would God. just get on the mic and be like, and another one, and then people would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> no, people were like into it. Well, That's what's yeah, so they crazy. Were into it. And I saw him. They and, love I mean, it. He's a good crowd, uh, crowd pump. Like he'll pump up the crowd. And, yeah, he's uh, a, he's an MC. <laughs> he just like he just literally looked like I don't know one of those Teletubby <laughs> characters just waving his arms on the stage. It was kind of sad. <laughs> They're all reincarnations uh, of Fat Man Scoop. 
You know Fat Man yeah. Scoop. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of it was kind of like that. <laughs> Please tell me you know who Fat Man Scoop. He was like the original, I think, of like that guy that was all over everybody's songs. <laughs> but um, I think you're next. Yeah, I'm next. Um, well, you kind of got. I mean, I know which one I want to talk about next. Now. Well, you're gonna have to talk about this one that I'm about to say because it's next on my list, and it's your song. Is dancing. Finish it because I yeah, wrote you down wrong. Dancing in my it's room. Is dancing on my own. <laughs> I was stressed out, and I was trying to copy these song names down, and I was just—I had a headache. We're good. Dancing. What is yeah, it? Dancing, dancing on my, on my own. own by Robin. Show me love. Swedish pop singer. Who? Yeah, oh, I know who Robin um, is. I actually got into Robin because of you. Uh, yeah. Me? Did I have one well, of those songs? You had uh, "Show Me Love," and then I think um, there was a couple that I think you played it one time, and then there was another one. It was um, with every heartbeat, but it was like a remix. I bet I know the album that you're. I was like, really? This was like back yes. when we were like hanging out yeah, like in Tulsa, and, right? Um, and so. I was like, who is this chick? Like, I really liked her and her beat and the beats. And then I got to reading more into her, how she basically broke free from um, her contracts and stuff. And she made her own uh, record label. And she's basically has done what um, Taylor Swift has been doing before Taylor Swift. And, um, but, you know, she's been doing it since the 90s and she's just crazy. Uh, I I was actually uh, lucky enough to go see her for the first time last year twice. Um, me and my sister we flew from Tulsa to Seattle to see her, and that was such a fun trip. And then um, in July of last year here in Chicago at a music festival, I saw her. She was the closing act, and she just puts an awesome energy in the show and. Um, but that song is just like, I think I saw a meme that said one time, all the gays do is listen to Robin and drink champagne or something. <laughs> 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 and uh, <laughs> those are true. Like, um, but yeah, I, I just love that song and it makes me happy and it just makes me want to dance. And it's just such a fun song to dance to. So. Well, you're welcome, Bruce. I'm so glad I brought well, Robin actually, into your you, life with because my obsession like, with dance you know, whenever albums. Whenever we, we started I hanging out, I was kind of getting older and becoming more like um, independent on what I wanted to listen versus just like, yeah, you didn't have to right. listen. Right, and then so whenever we you. would hang out, like because of you, I got a lot into like a lot of music artists and a lot of music like what I like and what I didn't like. <laughs> I'm so touched and. Um, <laughs> And then I was just oh like, God. he's been wrong all this time. His music, his music style is shitty. And so now I'm just. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Never mind. You know, last time I help you out with music. No, I, I was really into, I'm still into music, but I was like, really like when I was in high school, I lived to get up in the morning and yeah. search for new music. And I remember like that I, kind of brought like, really it was just like okay i like i'm friends with this guy who knows a lot about music and it was music was kind of something new to me in a way like um 
you know, and because I didn't know a lot of artists and I didn't know a lot of different stuff. And now my music like taste uh, ranges from liking, you know, indie to, I don't know, whatever. So. Well, I'm looking at how we are on time and I don't want to bore these people. So I'm going to go through a list of songs really quickly that I put on this list. And I'll let you finish up with some of yours. Okay. So I just want to mention some songs. Standing on the Sun, (laughs) Beyonce. Oh my God. It's a remix. You make sure you listen to the remix. That's all I got to say. Look it up on Apple Music. Download it. Okay. Cheap Thrills. I see ya. Okay. This song. Okay. Okay. I might go into a little bit long on this song. Okay. Give me this song. Put me in a club. Preferably a gay one. Give me a cute cocktail and I will be feeling myself. I love this song. Every time I hear it, I, 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 I have to sing it. And then I feel it like I get chills when I sing it. And you know what is the other thing that's funny about this is that every time I do think about it, I think about <laughs> Bruce also because Bruce was obsessed with this song when it came out. And so it just gives me like this feel good, like. It's a it's good song. Party. It pumps you up. I, it, it's a good song and I just love it. And I mean, it's like, come on, come on, <laughs> Like, I just love it. Like, and so this is that I'm not even a big into Sia like Bruce is, but this song right here, I cannot let it go. Like when it, when it comes on, it has to play and it probably has to play again. And if you got me with a drink in my hand, I'm really going to want to hear it over and over again. Another song, Fantasy by Mariah Carey off the dream and dream lover also by Mariah Carey. I mean, those were classics. Dream Lover, Come Rescue Me. I mean, I was singing that. I don't know. I was like, what, six, five? <laughs> Dream Lover, Come Rescue Me. Yeah, that was me. And your parents were like, oh, he is Also, gay. Whitney Houston. <laughs> my parents knew I was gay. My mom probably. She, My mom was the reason I was into Mariah because my mom was a big Mariah fan. And she had all of Mariah Carey's albums back in the when she early, could 90s. And so I got. When she could I got, sing. Huh? Oh, my God. Don't. Okay. Always. <laughs> that was shady. <laughs> Fucked up. Do not fuck with Mariah. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. The bodyguard soundtrack. You cannot no. deny that this song was good. Shout you know out how to many Dolly Parton. have made um, thousands of dollars because <laughs> of that song. Also, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. I have these words memorized. I can sing it for you now, but I'm not going to. And I remember getting in trouble in the car because I said... I said the word hell because he was like, oh, I, I can't even think right now, but he was, he, I, <laughs> hell yeah, I do have it memorized, but I cannot think in this state. Cause like, fellas, 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 you girl, do you like a girl with a healthy butt? <laughs> hell yeah. And I remember I said it in the car and my mom, we were on a road trip. My mom turned around, but what, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was because they got mad. Like, I said, no, hell, I, said I learned the word motherfucker from them. So like, come on. Also, Can't Touch This by Mm -hmm. MC Hammer, 90s, my childhood song I would listen to on cassette, playing with all my friends in the driveway in Longview, Texas. That was my song. The whole entire Crazy Sexy Cool album by TLC came out in the mid-90s. 
I was not a fan when I first heard it, but now I listen to this album and the music sounds so good. If you listen to this album, it sounds like it was released today. Like they, they were so ahead of time with just the style and the production of this album where these songs still sound good today. Also, there's Nookie by Limp Biscuit. This like was pretty much my high school, like Limp Biscuit. They had that whole rock rap thing that was going on in the early 2000s with Slipknot, not Slipknot. They were more hard. It was more Limp Biscuit. Um, come on, Bruce. I know you know the other Corn. band that was out. Oh, Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Corn um, was another one. They were all, and I was into it. I went through that whole rock phase. I remember one time I was in my room listening to it up loud and then my dad came in the room and this was I was in high school. And he goes, I don't know what's wrong with you. He goes, you're in here locked up in the room listening to rock music. <laughs> but yeah, that was. And plus, I had a crush on Fred Durst. I'm sorry I did. I don't know. Judge me. I don't care. Past that Dutch by Missy Elliott. Doom, doom. You know this. The Mean Girls, when the plastics are introduced, the iconic Missy Elliott song yes. played past that Dutch. I love the song before Mean Girls and I loved it even more after because now every time I hear Mean Girls that or every time I hear Pass That Dutch, I think of Regina George coming out on her. What do you it's like her male posse like carrying her, her like Cleopatra <laughs> in the <laughs> Egyptian <laughs> days. And they're yes. like an evil force and takes that- shape in Regina George. Now, don't be so fooled because even though she looks yes. like you're backstabbing, uh, I forget the other line. She is so much more I- than that. <laughs> 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 yes. I fucking conic. Single ladies. I don't even, I can't even, is that, is, I, I was trying to think that's Beyonce. Sasha Fierce. But I was also thinking, yes. And you, okay. Every woman that had a bachelorette and party was in the club at the gay bar <laughs> singing single ladies. <laughs> yeah. And her gays too, but they were all singing single ladies. Also my last song before I turn this over to Bruce Kids in America by the Muffs. Kids in America. Come on. If you love the movie Clueless, (laughs) that is like the intro to the Clueless movie. And I am done. I'm not done, but I'm done for this week because there's too many other songs out there. But this is all I got for you guys. So, Bruce, I don't have kind of a lot. Um, I think uh, touching on Sia, how a song makes you feel. Uh, Sia, I've been following her since the le- the early 2000s um, when she was with Zero Seven. She was one of the vocalists for them. And then she broke out and she started doing her projects. Um, yes, I was a fan even before Six Feet Under, which featured Breathe Me. Um, so one of the songs from her was from her album that she released on my birthday. Um and it's called The Greatest. There's two versions. There's the version with Kendrick Lamar, and then there's the one without him. And I just remember going through, like, that year was just shit. Like, I was going through a bad breakup. Like, <laughs> it was just, like, my world had, like, completely flipped, like a really burnt tortilla type of thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, you I was just, just like, trying going. to, like, get myself, like, stay busy. I was still in grad school at the time. And um, I remember the song came out, and it just talks about being the greatest and never giving up and blah, blah, blah. And the, th- the thing about this is because that year I ran a half marathon, and I just remember training for it. And this was the only song that I listened to it. 
And on the day of the marathon, like I was putting my phone and I put my sleep, my arm sleep upside down. My phone like fell and shattered. And I was just like so upset because I was like, oh, my God, please work, please work, because I needed to like listen to music. <laughs> and so that was a song that kind of got me through that. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's a great song. Uh, and then she released that. Actually, the video why she released it was all of the profits went to the victims of the Pulse shoot, uh, shooting in Florida. So whenever she made the video, she dedicated that to the LGBT community. And that to me, just like another like personal. You ran a half marathon that hmm? short of time ago. You ran a half marathon that short of time ago. It was in 2016. Oh my God, you never. No, I was just bitch. like minding my own business. <laughs> yeah, you could have told a bitch over here that you were going to decide. I mean, that's a big accomplishment. Well, congratulations. Five years later. <laughs> um thanks you can paypal me or venmo (laughs) some congratulatory money too um (laughs) but uh a next one would be como la flor by selena not selena gomez but selena quintanilla (laughs) (laughs) the og selena like um you know selena is such a huge part for like a lot of like people and just her story and she's still alive but that song is just such a fun song and it's so dramatic and it's so like it just speaks like in a different level um so i love that song um i remember when she died it was pretty sad but um another one would be uh, i want to break free by queen I love the beat of that song. And my mom was actually, she would from every now and then would play Queen songs. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this? And she's like, you don't need to worry about that. That is weird considering right? the religious um, story. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite Mexican singers who passed away and he is basically like the Latin version of Elton John is uh, Juan Gabriel. And his song that I love is Así Fue. Like, it's such a, it tells a story about two people who, like, one is breaking up with the other and giving them the reasons of why they're breaking up with each other. Uh, it's, like, dramatic, but the musicality of it is just great. Um, and I think, I mean, there's a lot of my uh, other songs that I could think about, but like you said, I don't want to bore people. Um, there's so many. You know what? We might do like a part two one day. So maybe in like a couple of weeks, we'll do another one of these. Um, Because there's so many more. I mean, if you like this segment, you can like let us know if you want. Yeah, we can do it again with different songs. I mean, (laughs) let us know, you guys. I know you guys are listening because I saw the analytics and I watch and we have people listening. So let us know. Like, don't forget to comment on our instagrams and facebooks and let us know what topics you would like to also hear um because you know we're doing this for of course we're doing it for ourselves but we're also doing it for you guys too and so we (laughs) yeah the people are all uh, you know we have at least a hundred listeners right now is from what i'm being told and i appreciate every one of you guys (laughs) So I think it's about time for us to go. I would like to do a part two of this, but not next week. We don't want to, I, you know, I would like to hear if you guys enjoyed this talk about music and songs, or if you guys have your own songs and um, that you want to share and the reasons why I'll be happy to 
we'll be happy to share those songs and uh, why you think those songs songs had an impact in pop culture. Um, to close, I just want to do a <laughs> just little like laughing at you. <laughs> I know versus laughing at me because he already knows what's about to happen. <laughs> and I just want to say that if you guys heard the last or maybe first episode, I had this story about going to Chili's <laughs> and making an El Nino. Yes. And then we had this whole conversation about the El Nino. Well, you know, I tried to make that recipe myself and to get it as close as I could. So after researching and tasting, I finally got what I think is the El Nino margarita, but it may not be. So that brings us into our newest segment, Cocktails with Stan. Yeah, that's me making a drink. Wait for it. I'm going to slurp it. Mmm, <laughs> so tasty. Can you imagine who got paid to just make that noise? Oh my God, it's so tasty. Well, ooh. <laughs> sounds so gross. That is, oh my stop. God. <laughs> he does not stop. Calm down there, Charlie. Jeez. <laughs> so I want to bring you guys to El Nino Margarita. It's my version of it, at least. It is two ounces of your favorite tequila. Reposado. I prefer. I like Don Julio. Herradura. Is that how you say it? Horseshoe in Spanish. Did I say it right? No, the H is silent. Herradura? There you go. Oh. Herradura. Herradura. Hey. Herradura <laughs> tequila. Two ounces. Welcome to Four the ounces stage. Of... Herradura huh? tequila. Like, it sounds like a drag queen's <laughs> name, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, that would be a good drag Welcome name. Welcome to the stage. Herradura tequila. <laughs> <laughs> you need two ounces of that, but get the reposado. Do not get the silver. Get two ounces of that. Put it in a cocktail shaker with four ounces of sour mix. One ounce of Gran Gala, which is like an orange liqueur. Another orange liqueur you need to add is one ounce of Cointreau. This has brandy in it and one splash of simply orange juice. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake it, not stirred. No, do not stir. We want it (laughs) shaked. You put an orange slice for garnish. You rim that glass with salt. I'm not going to go there. Serve it on the rocks, pour it into the glass, put an orange slice on it, and it is going to give you the best high of your life. And you will probably be passed out in about maybe five minutes after finishing it. And you know, the best, the best thing about this is you don't have to go out. You can get drunk at yes, home. Yes, get drunk at home. And on your couch, uh, mm. unless you have children, you know, watch them, put them to sleep. Something. Well, you give them um, some Robitussin. Don't do that. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> give them some just give them some benadryl works wonders i don't have children so don't worry you can't sue me <laughs> oh my god you pop benadryls with your drinks too <laughs> I know, oh my god you don't remember because you don't watch the housewives uh, there's this episode of beverly hills housewives with lisa renna made us a comment about putting xanax in her smoothies because they were joking the same way we were that was like the talk of the rest of the season because they were accusing her of being like a druggie. I was like, they're all I remember seeing or reading about that, but. <laughs> yeah. And there's like an Instagram account called Xanax, Xanax with smoothies. smoothies. Yeah. yeah. And they have nothing but housewives means mostly on there. 
But anyways, that was your cocktail segment. I hope you guys enjoy. I'm pretty sure Charlie's enjoying. You hear him? Who is Charlie? I want to meet Charlie. Charlie is our new cocktail sipper. Oh, we have that kind <laughs> See, of money? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit of coin. <laughs> $3.99. And so that's what <laughs> Look at him. He's enjoying it. Everybody, go get you a El Nino margarita. I don't know what to call it because it's not the exact recipe. I was thinking about calling it the, I don't know. I'm going to make a video. Hopefully I'll make a video of how to make this margarita. I'm going to go make one now. I'm going to make a video of it and I'll post it. You guys can make it. You guys can get drunk off of it. And yeah. yeah. Oh my God. One more thing before we go, Bruce, we had a new comment today. Today? Not today, but like this oh. week. Did you, did you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Uh, you have it up? I have it up. I don't have it up. Okay. Well, it's only from, it's from D.M. Telez. Oh, that's one of my friends. It sounds familiar. I thought they already left a comment, but apparently they didn't. This was on Monday. They said, a fun listen, five stars. These guys are funny and cute. And popular to boot. We're bitching. Great hair. The boys are left to stare. They want us. They're we're hot. <laughs> we're everything. You're not. Remember that? Bring I'm it pretty, on, Bruce. I'm my cool. God, get I with it. It was from that cool. movie. Who am I? Yeah. Just guess. Guess when I touch my chest. I'm rocking. I'm rocking. <laughs> <laughs> we're so gay. <laughs> they said these guys are funny and cute. It's like being at a house party and overhearing two friends just having a casual conversation. Check it out. And I just want to say. Yeah, that's my friend David. Hey, David. Damien? Is that what you said? Damien? No, David. David. Get your mind off Mean Girls, not Damien. David. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I honestly (laughs) thought you said Damien. Anyways, David, I'm glad that you said that because that was kind of the whole thought of this. When I had it in my head, I figured that we would be in your house with you or in your car or at the gym or at work or at church, I don't know, at a, on a bad date with you because <laughs> it's going so bad. You're listening to us. I thought that that's the ideal is that we would include you guys in our conversations because these are the typical conversations that Bruce and I have pretty much every time we call each other. This is usually what we talk about. So why not record it and let the rest of the world hear it? Thank you, guys. Yeah, I thank you so you. much. And Bruce, tell them about our social media, please. Yeah, so we are on all social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram. Tweet, tweet, bitch. Yeah, we tweet um, Facebook, (laughs) YouTube. Yeah, we tweet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) He goes, yeah, we tweet. (laughs) Um. Yeah, uh, follow us at Press 2, that's the number 2 podcast, Um, and leave a comment uh, if you want to hear a certain segment, or if you want to criticize us, or compliment us, or I don't know, whatever. Feel free, it's a free country. Yeah, and just remember, if you do decide to be negative, you will get read. And judges will read a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys thank you guys again and we will see you guys next week Bye. bye
Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels.